0: Log Talk Radio.
1: everyone welcome to the Neil and Kristen Baker psychic hour wow we are rested today 914 <laughs> is the call-in number press one if you'd like to speak with us because we are raring to go um, what else join us in chat follow us on Facebook um, you may find those links under our blog talk radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. You may also follow us on Twitter, which I use sporadically and improperly, as you're supposed to interact with people, and, well, I don't really like interacting with people. Yeah, it makes
2: it difficult.
1: Yeah, it makes show. it, <laughs> well, at least in, in the way that. Twitter does I think Wait. hold on just a moment well Neil why don't you keep that show rolling while I make an adjustment
2: yeah um, there's two hinges on Kelly um, Kristen's neck that are loose so we're just to have to tighten them up
1: okay I'm back
2: um, so uh, we have a you know we have a couple of um people monitoring the electrical board today and um it's a electrical board yeah all the calls coming in oh so hey. uh they often will get so frustrated they imitate the sounds of a cat <laughs>
1: um,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and this is really funny at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. <laughs> so, ah, um,
2: so this is our the hazard current of, life of animal rescue. It's uh, it's uh, uh,
1: unexpected what you get because a behavior of an animal outdoors in their environment, where they've been, where their habitat has been, is 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 not going to be consistent with what happens once they get inside a house that's for sure and so it presents its challenges and that's what we're dealing with
2: i mean it's bad enough we're we're, we're um broadcasting today from an alley <laughs> <laughs> just to uh, make things measure up but the whole thing is you know i mean we've we've got to really pay attention to our Our environment. There was uh, an article about the right whales' decline is worsening. And, and, uh, yeah, I know, she's very upset about it. Um, But our our world is in such a disarray right now. Not only, uh, when are people going to start to understand and believe in and climate change.
0: Well,
1: I, but I I want to point something out about climate change. I mean, climate change is being blamed on human beings. And yes, I mean, well, we're all human beings, but it's being blamed on the use of fossil fuels because people commute more and there's a bigger population and so on and so forth, but there is a nefarious cabal that is destroying our planet as well. You know, idea that chemtrails exist i totally believe in that's changed our atmosphere and our environment and created problems with our ozone layer so the 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 man-made problems are not just because of the common man yes the world is overpopulated i <laughs> and clearly clearly i'm getting cat calls for my yeah. Statements here. Maybe no, someone doesn't no, agree. I mean, it,
2: it is a, a, a very large concern. South Korea had a storm, killed 40. Uh, there's a heat wave in southern Europe. Not to mention what's happening here in our. It's nation. very hot.
1: I mean, in California, um, it's. I mean, usually temperatures are pro- pro- around 81, 82 in in July, and they've been upwards of 90 at times, so it's very uncomfortable. They're not cooling at night. So, yes, global warming is real, but we just have to get to the root cause of why global warming has occurred, and it's not just something that you can blame on, you know, the hoi polloi.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: so... Yeah, I mean, you no, can, yes, but I, it's not factors, I, it's something but, I agree but
2: with. We've got to really pay attention to what's happening and do our part too.
1: Right, and the plastic overuse and all this. It I mean, is,
2: terrible.
1: there terrible. You know, lake Tahoe now has
2: more plastic than the ocean.
1: It wasn't Lake Tahoe at one time the cleanest lakes yeah. in the world. I, I think Crater Lake might have been ahead of it in uh, Oregon. Have you been to Crater Lake?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, me too, which is a beautiful lake. I think that's the cleanest, but Lake Tahoe is like second or
2: something. But, you know, these, these microplastics, and they would have they're been everywhere. In Lake they're around Tahoe.
1: the whole world. So Lake Tahoe, after Fourth of July weekend, there was a massive cleanup on the beaches that yielded, like, I don't know, I don't know what the weight of the fireworks debris was and the trash that they collected, but it was massive, massive cleanup. And so, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, the once pristine Lake Tahoe has become
2: it, it's endangered. It's it's got more plastic can you imagine than in the ocean per square. That's terrible. But, but Ooh, the plastic in the,
1: Well we get it in our neighborhood too. Plastic everywhere, people throw their trash, you know, their empty wrappers on the ground.
2: You, don't you know, realize you, you eat we candy and throw it on the ground. We, we're we, the only we, uh, ones who do uh, it. Try to do our best to help the environment but you know, this is the last time that I channeled Tennessee Williams because <laughs> his "Cat on a Hot Tin Roof" is not, at right, this moment, not one of my favorite plays. Uh, so, um, I know. So uh, here we are. You know, I mean, sometimes our show does provide for some comic relief when we look at the world because God knows if we don't laugh, we're going to cry ourselves to death in terms of what's, what's happening on our planet and all the concerns about it. You know, we, we 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 do our best, aside from going out into the field itself some remote area of the world, uh, we do our best to give to animal donations and um helping the wildlife around us and rescuing animals and whatnot. But, you know, even it comes down to bugs. Oh, Uh, sure. You know, we love bugs. We do. And they're very needed. They're very important to our environment, along with birds and everything else. So we always like to uh, put out awareness uh, on even a psychic show because we're all interconnected and we're here for people obviously because we haven't had any animals call in for a reading but on the other hand we are here for the animals and we are here for people
1: yeah and and, and though we're here for people to promote awareness that others that are listening may not have had other uh, otherwise is important because hopefully our words will sink in and you know this, this this a handful of people that listen to our show
2: may yeah, do something to wanna, improve uh, the
1: environment or donate or whatever. Even if you don't
2: want to donate to our show, donate 5 or $10 to, to a wildlife organization. Like,
1: well, I mean, it depends. And there's so many that are out there. Sheldrick Wildlife Trust, they deal with African elephants. They're a five-star rated charity. Wildlife SOS, who deals with Asian elephants, they're a five-star charity. I just... I'm donating monthly to Sierra Club, Wild, Wildlife SOS, Lady Lady, Lady it's called Lady Freethinker and they um, they do they help like sh- cats and dogs, animals on the street, animals that are abused. You know there are so many different charities that we donate to, ASPCA, I donate to um, Yeah, World the World National, Wildlife Fund National National Wildlife
2: Conservancy, Heritage. right? Because they hunt they, they hunt but Ocean Conservancy and just just so many. PETA. I mean, they're all out there. If you go online you'll be spending half a day looking at all the organizations they can choose and see what their ratings are and what percentage of their donations where it goes proportionally.
1: Yeah, charity navigator is where you go. But I mean, there's also that, another I mean rating you know,
2: site. Do your part. Don't drive fifty miles an hour down a residential street. More well, people,
1: people do that.
2: Uh, there's this beautiful bear that was hit.
1: Uh and and was he hit
2: or cubs, I thought he was shot. Uh, was he hit or shot? I think he I don't know, but i mean the stories work both ways. Bears and bears are shot at, they're hit. They just found like forty donkeys killed. Um Dunkeys? donkeys? Donkeys. Donkeys. Uh burles. Were, were uh <clears throat> slaughtered at a watering hole while they were drinking and uh, I, no not to mention in, in our real world, people dying in churches, synagogues, at bus stops. Oh my god. So we we really have to stop and and for those of us who do care, make a contribution somehow, even if it's even if it's just to be aware and help some something or some creature, even if it's a bee it's struggling in a pool. Help our fellow creatures. Help our fellow creatures. So, uh, you know in. It's, and it's still okay to call the show after all this talk and say, yeah, do you know when I'm going to get my check or do you know when I'm going to move? I mean, we are basically an egocentric, egocentric species. We, we, we are concerned about ourselves and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but we always invite lively discussions for those of you who are can be beside your own issues and contribute something about the awareness of the world, whether it's in people welfare or animal or living thing welfare.
1: I am posting the show with one hand. So I realize that I have to um, do that on our other pages while you, you know, continue to talk and I focus.
2: It, it's, It's often uh, I can't walk down the street without someone stopping me and saying, "Which chakra is concerned with the world?" (laughs) It's a common question I'm asked everywhere. Six. Wherever I go, it is six. six. The the sixth chakra is our chakra that is most concerned about the world. Our our first is a foundation chakra. And and there are concerns well, about the earth in that chakra.
1: <laughs> but I, I don't know if they're in the mind. If we're well, talking about the feet and, and the you know, your other it, it would seem
2: to be a simple question. But when you get to the idea, well I have compassion, my heart goes out to the world. You you're referring to the four chakra. Right. You know? Um People who are who are animal behaviorists but study just the sexual patterns of animals, are they second chakra consciousness? You know? People who are who are deep into animal communication, not necessarily conservation, but conversation in the animal kingdom, are they fifth? And then there are people who just believe they have a spiritual mission. Um, look at uh, priests, who, you know, the idea that Jesus slept with the Lamb. Now, is that the seventh chakra? And the blessings of the what? animals. St. Fra- uh, uh, Francis. Assisi. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> uh, Noah. I mean, what chakra was he using, aside from being dictated by God? So, we, wow. uh, we've got We've got really our chakras are a, comu- a community. A community of
1: chakras. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, you—that's. I maybe we should change the radio show name.
2: Community of chakras. Uh, it's a good one. So, in that community, in that in that level of energy, and you know, realize the chakras aren't the arranged in a circular pattern. That's another interesting thing. They're not situated... Well, they're in a you know, column. ...upon, the, upon in a, a column. circular energy in, in the body.
1: Aside from the fact that there are other minor chakras in the body, which
2: extend, Yeah, you know, but The seven major... The seven major are, are in a column. ...or in, in alignment. Yeah. In, on a very sheer vertical line. Oh, unless you have spine problems. curvature,
0: But they're basically
2: aligned... Now, when we get into that, we have illusions. Um, One is for, uh, one illusion is Jacob's Ladder. Uh, Jacob's Ladder, uh, was.
1: Tell us about Jacob's uh, Ladder.
2: Well, (laughs) well, uh, Jacob's Ladder, uh, if you read about Jacob's Ladder, exactly what was Jacob's Ladder? I mean, he wasn't a painter, and he wasn't a construction worker. So what is referred to as Jacob's Ladder? Why don't you give the biblical uh, interpretation online in, in Google? i okay, let me... So if you look at Jacob's Ladder, I mean, I know what it is, but I'm... I know, to,
1: I, know, I know, I'm just trying to uh, chat you know, take and care take care of a cat, and, well, you know, I'm... Okay. Not multitasking. So, Jacob's ladder. Let's get the Google Google
2: Story Bible Bible. I mean, when you when you understand okay. the, the mystical and supernatural elements of his ladder. Let's go. Go ahead. Jacob's ladder is
1: the ladder leading to heaven. That was featured in a dr- dream the biblical patriarch Jacob had during his flight from his brother Esau in the book of Genesis. The significance of the dream has been debated, but most interpretations agree that it identified Jacob with the obligations and inheritance of the people chosen by God, understood in Abrahamic religions. And then there's the narrative of the story. Do you want that? No, it's, 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 an, it's lengthy. It is. And and Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran, and he lighted upon the place and tarried there all night. Which is a paraphrase. Uh, but uh, he fell asleep, and then there was a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached the heavens. And the, the angels of God were there, and Jennifer's sitting in the queue. We're going to pick her up in a minute. Um, and the Lord stood beside him. He said, "The land where you lie, I will give it to you and to your seed." Okay.
2: Well, you the know, seed will I be
1: spread as dust. Do, north, south, west,
2: east. Do you east. think there was really a ladder? that was high enough in Jack well, and the Beanstalk? Well, it's just a dream. Um, but the ladder represents, the ladder to heaven actually represents in capsule form the chakra of the body, leading to the seventh chakra, which would be the heavenly chakra of the body. So all of us have within our organized physical body I take it forever. And each one accumulates the energies of the of the former chakra. So as you get to one, okay, then you go to two. Two actually consists of one and two. Three consists of one, two, and three. Now they are, it's strange because they are separate chakras in and of themselves. They have their own separate energy fields. But as long When you start to number something, a number is a collection. So a three can't be a three unless it's consisted of a two and a one or a one, one, one. It, so uh, you have to consider that we have within us our own Jacob's Ladder leading to heaven, which is the show chakra. Now the chakra would be like the doorway Heaven. It's the knowledgeable aspect of spirituality. It's the knowing aspect of spirituality, the mysticism, the all-knowingness, and intelligence. I don't even know if
1: she's chatting with me anymore. I'm like writing all the. When we get
2: into the seventh chakra, we are in the essence of spirituality. We're not analyzing it. We're actually in the presence. Spiritual energy. Now that can be worked down to works. You can do spiritual works, and somewhat achieve a, some kind of energy on a physical level with the seventh chakra. Call but in terms of mysticism, it's a it's a self actualized consciousness of being in the state state of spirit. Okay, let's get to our call. <laughs>
1: Jennifer says she's avoiding Jacob's ladder because she's afraid of heights.
2: Well, then if she walks under it, she does be afraid of.
1: Uh, Bad luck for seven years.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. <not spotting.
0: laughs> hi, hi. H- Hello. Um, uh, this isn't about chakras. However, um, is it okay if I if I ask for a dream interpretation? Sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Your cat is sounding wild.
1: She's in heat. And this is what happens. Luckily, we got the... It's just whatever. So...
0: (laughs) Whatever. Um, It's whatever. My dream doesn't involve cats.
2: She's Um, in heat and she's mourning that Bernie Sanders didn't win. (laughs) (laughs) Our poor other cat is There's like little, hiding. Uh, okay, go ahead, Jennifer.
0: Isn't isn't Bernie a little mushygana?
2: Yeah, he is. But they <laughs> used to say, do you feel the burn, or do you feel? I don't know what they say. Yeah, you, you feel, feel the burn. Feel the burn. So no. I, I I don't know. Have you felt the burn? Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't so know what, how many people would want to feel the burn. <laughs> if the you know what I mean. It not about chakras.
0: It's not about Bernie Sanders.
1: And it's not about <laughs> no. cats.
0: Not about
2: cats. Yeah, not okay. about it, it, so I'm a of a dream. Go Why
0: don't you on, tell it us it a dream? All right. So this is my dream. So I'm laying in the bed that I'm, you know, it, it felt like it probably <laughs> maybe was my house, maybe wasn't my house, but the bed was definitely my bed. So I'm laying in my bed. And in your dream. Like You're in your bed. In my dream. dream. Yeah. In okay. my dream, I'm laying in bed. My electronics are on my left-hand side as they are in my bed. And However, I'm awakened, and that house is completely dark and because there's these flashlights and they're like very bright and one happens to catch my eye and I look up but it wasn't the noise of the people in my house it was the flashlight that woke me up so I said listen you can't be in my house I called the authorities the authorities were very quick about coming and getting them they were arrested it was some hoodlums Um, I I guess I didn't feel threatened or else I probably would just would have hidden Um, the I was surprised because they didn't take my electronics. I wasn't quite sure what they were looking for, but the police, you know, dealt with them, which was unusual. They wouldn't have shown up that quickly. Um, But that was my dream. Now the house, does it represent my soul? And what would the meaning be behind it?
3: Okay.
2: Well, I'm, I'm going to. i be real honest. Go I'm ahead. A i a challenge because the cat is meowing so much. Uh, okay. Um,
1: uh, go ahead. I want to see if my my interpretation well, matches yours, but go ahead. I
2: want you to go first. Well, I, I'm going to. I'm going to have to hear it. Unfortunately, Jeff, I'm going to have to hear it again. So Jennifer, she, hear it I again. can tell
1: you, Look. she was in bed in, in, uh, and she woke up. Her electronics were by her left side, um, at her yeah. left uh, hand side, as they always are. Yeah. So then the house was totally dark, and all she saw was flashlights. So she knew there were people in her home, but there was no sound from the people. And you ended up calling the police. They were apprehended, these burglars who didn't burgle anything. They didn't take anything from your home. They just were removed from your home. So essentially the crime was breaking and entering in the
0: dream. yeah. They were they me? were younger, they look like, you know, maybe a little bit older than teenagers, but, you know, sort of like hood rats, but, um, like people who were just not... Not savory. People who would steal, but they didn't steal. But, but they, they didn't like, they, and, they, and they weren't threatening.
1: Okay, so I have my own ideas about what the dream
2: was, but
0: I want okay. Neil to go
2: first. Well, I'm doing it. I, I can't... So, um... We're trying to deal with this cat. This isn't going to be a permanent situation with her howling but <laughs> no. uh, jennifer what what happened was you you were asleep in bed, but again with chakras you were very, the, the left side meant the uh the right brain controls the left side of the body, which is the uh abstract energy the, the side of the brain that would be most acutely connected to uh, psychic phenomena. So, you've got to... So, yeah. So, um, so, So, here you are in the astral realm. And in the astral realm, you went to a plane that was not, was sort of immediately above your sleeping body, not a deep astral journey. You sort of went outside your body. And in your astral realm, well, there is, it can be darkness in that plane. But you noted around your energy negative entities, which in your sleep you interpreted as intruders. But they weren't really intruders. And we're not going to get psychological and say you have a problem with robbery or, you know, have you been, feel like you've been robbed lately or you know, we're not going to get into a a, a psychoanalytical process right now. I, I don't believe that's what this is. I think that this dream was your sleeping body's brain's interpretation of what your astral body was was sensing in your astral field. You went out. It would almost be like, Jennifer, You um, you heard something outside your door in your backyard. And so you go outside and you see this mischief makers out there, and you call the police. Well, what you did was you felt something in your astral realm, in your immediate astral realm. So you went out of your body to check it out. You saw negative, you know, entities, entities not yeah. dangerous, but negative energies. And you called on higher spirits to take them away, which is a lot what psychics do when they're doing clearing. So you actually did your own self-clearing and uh, called on the assistance of what angelic energy, whatever you want to call it, to take the entities away because they were probably just like annoying energies, but you didn't need them. Other than Mm. that, you know, if you think it's like, well, you know, what does this mean? Does this mean that I'm going to be robbed? No. Does this mean that I'm Oh, you know, I've got some kind of psychological thing going on, and it's got to be analyzed, like Freud. No, so that's my interpretation. So my no, right.
1: my interpretation was the same. It was the same. She went out of her. She was out of her astral body. She encountered somewhat negative entities in the astral realm and called upon guides through remove them. That's what I got too. So there we go. We're in. Think, but of course, my I'm not as um, uh, you know verbose
2: as Neil. Well, so it's just a a matter of interpretation. Somebody else. Well, it's funny
0: when you brought up something. (laughs) That's maybe not so funny. No. So you brought up the part about there was something negative around and. So that was not last night. The night before, so that would have been Monday night. One of the neighbors had mentioned there was a guy on a bike, looking around, you know, to check car doors and looking for to steal things. And it's it's very maybe my 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 psychic body did pick up on that and
2: well move me. That, that's exactly a, a valid point, Jennifer. That. Let's say I the dream was an interpreter such and I said, Well, have you been concerned about robberies lately? Right. Which would have been a common question and you would have brought this up two nights previously. Mm-hmm. And then that would have been fit and snug and all that. The reason, and you know, and and we, we could have incorporated the, the darkness for the night and the light for the lights in the house and, you know, we could have gone on and just said it was a psychological mm-hmm. Overflow of it, turning into a dream from a based on a real incident, and we would have been fine, and that would have been fine. But I'm taking, I'm actually complimenting you because I'm taking it a little <laughs> bit deeper than that, yeah, and saying that you were actually out of your body. So it could be that both terms applied, but in my private and in Kristen's private interpretation, we took. Your soul and your astral body into account, and just didn't put you down primitively as saying, "Well, you had a dream because you heard something about." Him, about you know, it, about a it, Mark right? oh, No, I, know, I doubt. Yeah, so, I doubt that.
0: I doubt that I would have heard anything. It was just after the fact that someone had brought it up. So, so but well, that made was for like, your dream. Yeah. It was after your dream. It, it probably happened, maybe during my dream, but I didn't find out about it until last night so but my oh, dream was on Monday yeah, and yeah, then I found out hard. that on Monday someone had spied that, the person scope in the neighborhood
2: oh that's that makes our interpretation more cre-
0: yeah right more right.
2: Freedom, way more freedom now yeah. you know yeah. the thing about uh, astral projecting
1: you could be picking up on that energy you, yeah, too you that's you what know, I think
2: time it, the astral world starts to capture moments that have been that are and that will be Mm -hmm. and that's a spiritual phrase too time was time is time forward what will be it's all it's all within the biblical phraseology on a mystical somewhat esoteric level when you entered the astral realm could you have been picking up something that was going to ultimately result in an earthly occurrence yeah that's what psychics do uh, jennifer they 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 pick up energy sometimes that hasn't occurred yet but as it slowly settles down it becomes it's like a forecaster well there's going to be rain wednesday and they're giving a forecast monday and it's sunny because they're looking at the weather patterns well mm-hmm. you'd be looking at the astral pattern and what's interesting is that the person on the bike didn't commit a crime. He wasn't successful. So is it is it kosher to say that you might have prevented that energy by your activity in the afterworld? Possibly, after yeah. I mm. think so.
0: Yeah, that that is interesting because because I wouldn't have thought of that until you meant you brought that up and that's inter i like that my astral body is doing some sort of service Good. work while well, well, i yeah. sleep
1: <laughs> yeah that's commendable yeah. that's commendable so we can yeah, you. the only
2: thing you have to be worried about an earthly presence if you have a dream that you're cleaning public restrooms
0: <laughs> <laughs> especially well, those I, urinal you know cakes i i dream about Bathrooms all the time, and any like having to go to the bathroom and walking into a public washroom, and like it'll be overflowing, it'll be broken. Like yeah. it, it is a recurring theme. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I, I have know. those
2: dreams too. Fortunately <laughs> for me, they're always actualized because my bed is soaking wet when I wake up.
1: Okay. <laughs> all right. Enough.
0: <laughs> enough. Do you? Okay. So. If someone's good at remote viewing, do you think that they're actually maybe a more active astral traveler, or is there a correlation between the two? Yeah, Yeah. of
1: course. Okay. You would would have to be more active astral traveler to be a good remote viewer, because if you can't get out of your body, then how can you go view other areas um you know i how, how can you be a remote viewer See observe you know places that you're not physically in you have to have your astro body uh
2: what's the word i'm looking for free well the astral body is the analogy is much like a a a, a commercial pilot a fighter pilot a top gun an astronaut, they all fly, but but a commercial pilot would not be able to man a, a space shuttle.
1: Says the king of analogies.
2: So we, you know <laughs> you, have, you have you know you have different layers, Jennifer, of of how agile the, and how creatively movable the astral body is. Which is sometimes based on the accumulation of past life experiences as well as uh, experiences between lifetimes where the soul and the spirit accumulate more and more energy from the astral realm before they actually enter the nervous so, lifetime. So,
1: the, so someone who is an acute astral uh, remote viewer is going to be and, and is accurate because a lot of people claim to be remote viewers. And I think you should be careful because if you are someone who is excellent at remote viewing, then you're going to be highly connected to the spiritual realm. You've come down with connections, very very deep connections with a higher realm. And that's not like common. It's uncommon.
2: It's you uncommon. Know, it's just common sense, Jennifer. I mean, you have a lot of people driving fast on the freeway but they're not called race drivers. And race drivers don't call themselves freeway drivers. There's a certain expertise and maneuverability and, and mechanic involved in being a true race car driver. And to be an astral body within a physical body that has acute abilities of, of seeing and maneuvering there's got to be some form of development and training that occurred, whether in a previous lifetime or on the astral plane itself.
0: Did you ever see that movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats? Yeah, with uh,
2: George Clooney. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: No, I didn't. You yeah. What it about, you guys?
2: Well, you know, the power of the third eye, the power of the third eye to create and end life, it's a very interesting phenomenon. Well, I, I don't
1: know what the movie is about, so i will me in the it's, end. There are goats and it's,
2: there. That's
1: terrible. Sounds it's it's
2: disturbing. a metaphor. I think it was based on a
1: novel. I know, but it sounds it's disturbing. They, they had some men
0: back in, I can't remember which war it was, some sort of war. They were in some sort of army fatigues, and the American government had them, um, they made them remote viewers so that they could find out where the enemies were. So they would stare at goats and the goats would, you know, pass out, or I can't remember that part of it, maybe the the goat part, but basically it was about these men trained to be remote viewers to uh, yeah. find the enemy.
2: Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it, it goes back to to the idea that basically our medicine is, the advancement of our medicine was was dependent on the experimentation on animals. And well, okay. So the metaphor is that we have to kill animals in order to increase the likelihood that we can survive a disease or get a cure for a disease.
1: But in regard to what point statement is about the movie, I mean, indeed, the CIA, government agencies use psychics to. Uh, Get answers not only through their psychic mind but through remote viewing.
2: Yeah, a lot of, sure. of the Russian the Russians did that quite a bit too. But yeah, the the idea of remote viewing is intense. Do we have any calls? Yeah, we do. Oh, okay, Jennifer, we got another caller. I didn't realize. Okay, have a good day. Bye. Okay, okay
0: bye.
1: Thanks. Hi. Hi. Four Hi, Dion. Dion. Twelve five seventy three, she's twenty eight ten one. What's up, Dion? I was just listening to what um you were talking about. Okay. i, I, thought you wanted I like a, to, sorry. to the I didn't to mean to break knowledge. you on. If you didn't want to come on. I don't know if you had a question or not. You just wanted to I mean, we can put you back on mute and you can listen or you can ask something. It's up to you.
4: Mm-hmm. I'll just listen to what, like, he was talking about remote viewing.
2: Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, well, there are two parts to remote viewing. One, anyone can do it. You imagine. You do. You can do remote viewing as soon as you imagine someone's face who isn't there. Or as soon as you imagine a place you went to that isn't in front of you. You're doing remote view. Right
1: in that sense. But when you start to activate it on a psychic level, it's different and it I mean, you know, I can tell you. Well, yeah, but
2: there's stages. Of I mean, course. There's, there's a build of what it really needs to be in that space. So the first part of the of the process is to just imagine Lemon. Imagine. You just imagine and you just think. You could you don't even need a place. You could imagine the word T H E the and see it in front of you. So you're anyone could do this. So then what happens is that the the physicality of that part of the brain that can literally imagine things that aren't there starts to elevate to a higher place, especially if you train yourself.
1: Right. So you have to train yourself. I mean, in my case, I, you know, are you wearing pink or is there something pink in your, your, in your, in your environment? Yes. I mean, that's kind of crude. Then when you get to be really, really good, I mean, it takes time and practice. It just does. So getting from imagination to reality where you can go into someone's environment and pick something out that they're wearing, a necklace, whatever it is, or know that they have a white duvet on their bed, that's, and you're seeing that, that's well primitive, but then it can become more complex. I, I don't so, want to say
2: primitive because, okay, you know. Okay, so what you're referring to in this there's a knowing psychic eye where you know things because you see them and you know them and you get validations immediately from anything from A to Z. Then there is a prophetic psychic eye where you don't need validation. There are no validations. You make a sheer prediction based on a, a site, S-I-G-H-T, S-I-P-E, that one is seeing On on a level that doesn't exist yet. The future basis is what you're talking about. So that's a prophetic eye. Some of us have a knowing psychic eye, and that can include things in the past that were validated. Knowing psychic eyes um, usually receive some form of validation. When someone says, well, after I had... It demonstrated that I have a knowing psychic eye. I think you'll get this job on Friday. Now that's a prophetic energy. You know, are you wearing blue and do you have a cup of coffee in your hand? That's knowing psychic eye. Well, now I'm going to jump to the stage where I see you getting a job Friday. That's it's a different operation of the psychic eye. So our psychic eye actually is very interesting because it has different levels have their own compartmentalized function. So a psychic third eye can be knowing, it can be prophetic, and it can reach anywhere from negative to positive uh, substance. So, you know, it can be a bad prediction, it can be a good prediction. Now, there's a third one. That's a persuasive, influential psychic
1: eye. So where you change events that may occur. You change
2: events or the psychic will say, well, we're going to work on it. We'll work on
1: it for you. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. and otherwise, if psychics had not done their energy work, the, the, the desired result may not have occurred. Very true.
2: Yeah. I mean. So what does that mean? That means that the psychic side is so powerful It has the ability to literally move things. The reference to that is you can move mountains.
1: We have a caller we have to take. Okay. Okay. And we want to take this call because we're going to have to end a little early today because of our, we
2: have
1: an appointment coming up. Okay. It's Sherelle, I believe. Hi.
4: Hi. Yes, this is Sherelle. How are you both?
1: Hi, Sherelle. How are you?
4: We're doing oh, good. Okay. How are you? We're fine. I just want just like a message. I know you say y'all want to end early, so I just like a message. Well, if there was a specific um, question,
1: help. I mean, oh, if, okay. if they're on your mind, let us know. Okay, that's fine.
4: Now, what do you see as far as um, a business? Like, do you see me? Because I'm really trying to tap into my
1: creative side. And so I was wondering, do you see anything around that area? I know you were tapping into – I know you were wanting to tap into your creative side. Um, are we talking about, like, music, for example? Um, it could, I, I am into music,
4: yes. I do enjoy singing. I like doing my hair, my makeup, dressing up, playing, dra- you know, clothes. I
1: mean, I'm into a
4: lot of – Variety of
1: different things the, the first thing I mean the first thing that comes to mind if you're talking about hair and makeup I mean obviously to be a uh, to be a uh, hairstylist you have to go to school to get a license you're not supposed to do it unlicensed I, I think mm-hmm. so I mean cosmetology school would be one way to do that but if you wanted to work with makeup, you could become like a makeup artist at a department store, and you don't need a license to do that. And so you sell cosmetics for a cosmetic line, and you get. No, to do I'm that. not into that. Okay, you don't want to do no, that. No, I'm
4: more so. No, well, let me just.
1: Well, okay, i
4: well, I sure. just say as far as spirituality. Let me just narrow down a little bit. I want to Here. be able to um. Get more, get more involved in spirituality, like learning Reiki or healing um, people and things of that nature. Learning well, how to use that's, tarot.
1: That's very different Go than and. That's very different than doing hair and makeup and singing.
2: I mean, we're talking about okay. two different
1: subjects here. So yeah,
2: have, that's why. I... You have two major foundation points here. One is um, practice makes perfect. So practice, practice, practice on your friends. You, you well, know, okay, practice. let
4: me ask y'all a question. I'm sorry. Let me just. Okay, so what is my purpose of me being here on this earth? Let me just but, ask but, that
2: then. But you see, you're you're implying what the you're implying your purpose by stressing and stating your desire, desire. to want to do something spiritually. Now, okay. So you have an energy, you're at 27-9, and that seven, seven in your 27-9 is spirituality. The two is sexuality or reproduction or the sacral energy. Nine is that mm-hmm. to be something that has a lasting impression. So you came down already with these matters at hand in your soul. So what you've got to do is, some of this takes it mar- to, how to market yourself, how to make yourself an energy image. So if you're talking about your purpose, you know, your purpose isn't just to sit in a room and think about it, to dream about it. You have to kind of be practical. So being practical, yes. you have to start to form the roots of marketing yourself. And when you're marketing yourself, you are still in the alignment of doing your life's purpose. Because the marketplace is, is, is a very famous term. And the marketplace goes all the way back into... Well,
1: it's, I think bizarre is another word, the marketplace. Yeah, but, but,
2: but bizarre, but marketplace has more of a spiritual connotation than bizarre. So in yeah, the marketplace... Yeah, is more, uh, yeah. In the marketplace of life, we exchange wares and merchandise and... And our, our energy. So it is an aspect of creativity as much as it is of livelihood. And if your essence is to do Reiki, to do things with the body, then what you have to do is to start to be accountable. I, I think
1: life. so.
2: I think
3: that's... Well, yeah, you can't
1: go license ahead. Reiki because that's the problem. I mean, what you want to do, you don't necessarily have a license for like you don't have a lot, you know, you can go to a spiritual school and get a certificate that says that you're a psychic, but that's not really being certified. And you really can't be certified as a psychic or a Reiki master. I mean, even so how, though there are levels. Know. Have you done any Reiki
4: training? Um, I was thinking about it actually getting started this week. Um, this place nearby have, they teach teaching Reiki on a two-day session? Hey, you get a yeah. certificate when you get done with the
1: program. So I was kind of yeah, interested into that. Yeah, you get a certificate. But, I mean, it's not like getting a license for – you can't get licensed as a Reiki master, or, or is what I'm saying. So once you, like, go through all the classes, you don't get a license. It's not considered, you know, like a cosmetologist where it's licensed with the state and you need to practice it. So any can pretty much practice Reiki – That wants to practice raking. So what you need to do is, like, take your classes, start to maybe take tarot classes. You're not going to get licensed as a tarot reader either. It's not like, you know.
4: So uh, so I don't get what you're trying to say. So if I wanted to do raking and just get a certificate, so you basically said that I can't go nowhere
1: far. No, what I'm saying is is that you have to build your your business on what you've learned from your classes, and that oh, you can't yeah, open yeah. you can open a business or you work from okay. your own home and establish a small business without the need to get a license. So there's an advantage exactly. there. There's an advantage right. there because you don't have to go through that huge process of getting a license, but. But on the other hand, Sherelle, what you want to do is expand your knowledge base about the subject matter you want to be in business about. And that includes all kinds of energy, the chakra systems. Um, Okay. I would start to do, I would start to read, start to learn about the the palm chakra and, and how you can activate it to heal. You learn about the hands. You can read about Dr. Asui who started Reiki. I mean, there's all kinds of things you could do. Plus, you'll learn from the class. Okay. A, a two-day class is probably not enough. To, I would say get more experience. Exactly.
4: Yeah. yeah. And then they so, said, um, and, and also throughout that, when you get your certificate, you can go and share their into business and practice on people for free. So that's a that's a good benefit out of it too. Yeah. You could go on their place and practice for free. Yeah.
2: So to answer your question, Joel well, you almost answered it yourself. Yeah. and thank you,
4: Chris. And that was very helpful as well. I really appreciate
1: that. I I'm glad. I'm glad it was helpful. Perfect. Yeah.
2: So to answer your question, what is your purpose in life? Is probably to express yourself through the seventh chakra, and to do exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Kristen was explaining, you know, I, I was I was a psychic as a little boy. I was purely psychic, extraordinary. But from that point to this point, I've done so much studying and training and work. Oh my God! Yeah. You know, I, think I, I didn't have it, and I you yes, know, that this, was this the end is, of it.
1: This is this is what people well, I think. I think I'm more
4: so of a. I think I'm more so of a healer.
1: Well, that's, that's
4: okay. I mean, I used
1: to... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I mean, we heal too. I mean, it's all incorporated into the mix of what we do. So healing, psychic work. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, there's countless you're... stories that Neil can tell about. You know, gosh, we just worked with a woman with cancer, and eliminated. I mean, didn't eliminate the cancer entirely, but her numbers. The doctors are so wow. astonished at the drop in her numbers that they want to use her as a case study for their for the for drugs that they're selling because of the drop in wow. the numbers. you yeah. behind her it's eye quite removed. Different. Yeah. See,
2: if I were you, Cheryl, I mean, if you want to be a healer, I yes. probably would start off go, going, to a, dog class and, uh, going to, dog, to a dog training class and teaching the to a dog training class and teaching the dogs to heal.
1: Uh, it's not funny. You have little time, and you're making a dumb job. But I want to say something about the, the other side of it. You know, like you're saying, I like creativity. I like singing, here and makeup. Same thing, you know. A lot of people are real talented, real talented, but don't develop their talent. And it does take development. It does take time. All the major musicians have music lessons or the composers, singers. Um, I mean, you do get singers that are famous, but are not great singers, or you know, you know, they're enhanced by the what, by the. But
4: what really the, touched me the most is what is what you touched on and said that when you want to do um, healing as far as the breaking, you know, learn about the different energies, you know, the chakras, you know. And so I like how you kind of broke that down and just learning the basics, like yeah, I
1: mean, the I mean, more, it's don't just and then focus then on. It. That's right. Building the basics and expanding yeah. upon it, and it's the same with singing. If you want to become a singer, you know, so you can you have some natural ability, obviously. Oh. You sing for a show, oh, but most you've got to you. you've got to build it. You've got to build it, and you know that's the process. It's a long process. It's an instrument. The voice is an instrument. People think you think that you can just open your mouth and sing because we can talk. But it's just like learning violin or piano or the flute if you really want to get into the depth of it. So that's what I have to say about about that. Okay. But I hope you know. Keep in touch and let us you know how the class goes. I've yeah, because I know you say so you have. Okay, I'm well new. I to let you
4: all know. Thank you so much.
1: Okay, you're welcome.
4: Have a great day. Good well, week. Yeah, bye. You
1: bye Okay, we are going to end the episode. We really didn't end early, oh well, but we are back on the air next week, Wednesday. Thanks, callers and chatters. We will speak with you soon. Bye-bye.